0: Hey, beautiful people I love. Hope you guys are having a really, really good day. I am doing well. I feel like time is just really flying. I have a really, really busy next two weeks. Some people kind of like we're busy as a badge of honor. Not me. Like when, when my schedule or, you know, demands or requirements on my time just kind of like speed up everything in me resists it but it's purposeful and it's just what's necessary you know to keep moving with a sense of momentum so i feel anticipatory and excited about that have some travel coming up and you know just looking forward to that let's see what else so i um <laughs> I scheduled and did a photo shoot yesterday. It was a really good photo shoot. And the photographer, you know, I love people that are really, um, what's the word I want to say, client focused or service oriented. He came all the way in from Miami to our secret location to do the photo shoot. And I was very, very thankful for that. He had the first flight out and I told him I was going to share. And so that's our little inside thing, but I'm sharing it. And then also thinking about how to manage my time in the most efficient way, since I was doing a photo shoot, I was like, well, why don't I have Jordan here to help with all of the stuff that we need to do for social media so we can do, what did you call them things? B-rolls, behind the scenes, I can't remember what it is. But it's also very helpful when you have people who are what they call multi-hyphenate, good at many things, all that to say. She was really helpful with helping me with angles, with my looks, back fat patrol, you know, all of those other things and he was helpful with some other things as well. So, it was really really good. I'm I'm so thankful for y'all. You know, just needed to update uh photos for business purposes and all of the things. Get this this beauty out in an updated fashion. So, that was really good. And then today, one of my clients we worked together on site, Just, you know, a kickoff strategy session. One of the things that my coach told me was he was like, pay attention to the clients that you actually work the closest with. He said, those are in the closest proximity to you, not geographically, but those that are just closest to you, that you spend the most time with. He was like, look at the difference in the level of their success. He was just using sports as an analogy. And he said, no sports coach is remotely coaching their team to a championship. So he was just like, even though your work is remote, you know, since you enjoy it and you already do it anyway, working in close proximity with your clients is definitely a differentiator. And I hadn't even thought about that. And when I just really looked at the data, that is actually very, very true. All that to say. So one of my clients was with me and we did her strategy session in person. And I think what people don't realize is the difference while we can use all the tools that we have and I can work with anybody, anywhere. When you are in front of somebody, there is a difference because you are present. There's no cell phones, there's no distractions. And then just the compounding of your collective thoughts together, you can get more done when you can just work, talk things through. So we mapped out Everything that needs to happen, you know, for the next six to six, twelve months for the rest of the year, in just a couple of hours. So I'm all about collapsing time frames. You know, Parkinson's losses, work will expand to fill whatever time you give it. So we accomplished in, you know a couple of hours, two and a half hours, if you will, what it takes some people to accomplish in six months just mapping and planning stuff out. Because what I like to help people do is to get wins as fast as humanly possible. One of the things about coaching is it requires change. And anything that requires you to change is also going to bring up resistance. And so people naturally move away from things that are going to require them to change. But if you can show people how they can get to really fast wins by taking them through the path to, through, The path of least resistance, then it creates psychological safety. It creates a sense of encouragement that what it is that they're actually going to do is possible. So we mapped that out, and I was, you know, couldn't be happier about that. So now she, you know, just gets to implement it and work with everybody else to get that done. Let's see, is there anything else before I dive into what I'm going to be talking about? Um, I know. Last week, I was talking about trauma and perception, and I'm not going to spend the rest of the podcast talking about this, but when I was thinking about trauma and I was thinking about our core wounds, let me tell you where some of y'all are going wrong. Some of you are going wrong because you feel like you take two steps forward and then you take 10 steps back and moving backwards or a feeling of moving backwards is not necessarily regression so if you think about a slingshot a slingshot you pull it back kind of far and it's in its tight and its tense for it to launch so sometimes what feels like you're moving backwards is actually just you being prepared to just like launch forward so don't get discouraged when it feels like you're revisiting certain things, because sometimes you heal at one level, and then another layer is being peeled back, and then now it's time for more healing. I promise y'all, I've been I've been actively, knowingly doing this work on myself since 2005. Was that like 18 years in? And just this week, I had a a, a moment resurface where I was triggered. And I felt the sense of rejection or not enoughness or like I don't add value. And do I know consciously that that's not true? I absolutely do. But the core wound is always going to be the core wound. The difference is because I've done so much work, I I talked it through with somebody. I shed a few tears. And then in, in a matter of minutes, I was moved on to the next thing. Where before, it would shut me down and I would downward spiral because I didn't have the information. So it's not that you don't still deal with the same things. I don't care what level you are. It's just that when you have tools and you have awareness, your bounce back becomes really stronger, a lot stronger, and you can move through things more quickly. So don't beat yourself up for being human. I was telling somebody the other day that, I was thinking about core wounds and some, you know, I get pictures and analogies and I was thinking about a core wound. Like if you think about anything that we go to eat in the fruit or vegetable category, right, it has a core and it has a seed and seeds always reproduce after their own kind. So I was thinking about an avocado. Have you ever l- l- tried to really take out an avocado seed? Like avocado seeds can be tough to get out, right? I finally get mine out and it'd be flying all over the place. Anyway, the impression that is left by the, the, the seed of the avocado, the avocado has a deep imprint on the inside of it. So whether you slice it, however it is that you you know use that avocado, the core of it, is deeply imprinted by those seeds that are there, right? And so we all have seeds and things that are on the inside of us that have shaped us. And what do seeds do? They reproduce after their own kind. So the more you dig up the seeds, right, and get closer to the core, the more painful it becomes. But you always have to remember that seeds that are in you, they look to reproduce after their own kind, which is why you see Yourself or other people gravitating to things that feel familiar. And what about seedless things? Seedless things are not natural, right? Genetically modified foods and things that don't contain seeds, they're not actually natural. So the seeds of whatever happened to you in your past, in your childhood, those things are completely natural. They, they made you who you are. They shaped who you are. Does that mean that you cannot change it? Absolutely does not. But just know that those core wounds are always with you. You just learn and grow and have new experiences to move yourselves away from those, like, you know, just impacting your life um, in, in uh, detrimental ways. So that's that on that. What I really want to talk about is, you know, I find that certain themes will come up in my conversations at any given time, and then I'm like, I find myself having the same conversation over and over. And so this week, I've been talking to people, and the the theme, if you will, of authenticity, being authentic, has been coming up, and just as recently as today. And I find that people are having a real challenge with showing up in a way that feels authentic or sharing parts of themselves that they're not sure other people would accept. I'm not saying things like, you know, you're a murderer or, you know, you you just like things that are unethical or immoral. That's not even what I'm saying. It's just really bringing our full selves into what it is that we do because Childhood Conditioning Society has taught us to really live in a way that is compartmentalized. And so people get the perception of us. And we find ourselves now having to live up to this perception that people have of us. And it creates this inner tension because that's not really you. And what brought it to my attention, I was having conversations all this week about social media invisibility on social media and people not really feeling like they can be who they genuinely are, like showing all the parts of themselves. Now, I'm not saying not to use wisdom, but, you know, it's just like you you can show your authentic personality. But the other thing that I found is when, for example, when people are listening to me, sometimes people make disclaimers and they say, I'm just going to keep it real almost like apologizing for whatever their viewpoint is. And then I, this literally happened this week. And I was just intently listening. When I listen, I'm listening. And I wasn't saying anything because I was listening. And then the person goes, that's that's just my point of view. And I said, okay, I really appreciate your genuine point of view. But I could tell that they were uneasy because I wasn't saying anything, I wasn't responding, or I wasn't reacting. But they started to get this vulnerability hangover for sharing because they're not used to being able to share how they genuinely feel without pushback for not feeling a certain way. Here's the thing. I don't need you to think like me. I don't need you to agree with me. I really respect and appreciate what you feel and believe authentically, even if it hurts my feelings, even if it's different for me, because that creates a foundation of trust and truth because I know that you are not so concerned about my feelings, if you will, that you're gonna lie to me or you're gonna withhold what feels like your truth, right? I can trust a person that respects me enough to disagree with me, respects me enough to say, hey, I think you're missing something respects me enough to say, "Hey, are you open to feedback? I think you could have handled this differently." Respects me enough to hurt my feelings in the short term for something that could save me from something in the in the long run. Respects me enough to not allow my reaction or what they fear my reaction to be to stop them from showing up genuinely, not just as it relates to like something that they need to tell me, but just simply being who they really, really are. Like, I really appreciate that. And what I find is the more authentic you are and the more genuinely you show up, the more your relationships change, but the more joyous they become because you know that this person, these people, I went from 10 to three, but these three Listen, they they know all the sides and they know that this this is who I am and they embrace. Whether they disagree or agree, they just know this is who I am and they rock with it. There is no greater feeling than to show yourself, allow yourself to be seen and to be accepted and not have this pressure or this need to be anything or anybody differently. And I think so many of us didn't have that and so many of us don't have that. And so we feel like we still have to show up with all of these layers on. And I remember my cousin told me, she said, you know, you make people feel like they're naked when when they're talking to you. And I said, huh? And then um, I I was just like, well, what do you mean? Because I just used to just listen to her. But sometimes when people say things to me and I'm just like, I'm having a hard time with it because it, it just doesn't ring true to me. Now, while I can't tell you what your truth is, I have said things like, I don't believe you. I'm having a hard time with this. I could be wrong. It's not trying to change the truth. It's really a curiosity trying to understand if you're really telling me the truth because it just doesn't, it just doesn't ring true. I hope you understand the difference. Like I can some things I can clearly see. And it feels like somebody is peeing on me and calling rain. And it's just like, you just don't have to do that, right? So that's what I'm after. So let's talk about y'all know I'm a I'm a student, right? So I always go and study things. So I was just like, let's look at the etymology of authentic and what that actually means, right? So I'm 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 all the way into it. So let's just talk about that because there's a few meanings over the years you know like um so when we go all the way back to the greek we have is like greek meanings latin meanings this is what the the word means right one acting on its own authority lord master lord or master self doer or being to accomplish or to achieve now those are all of the 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 meanings of it right and so if we if we put that together a little bit, it's like a sense of ownership to be the master of yourself and to act on your own authority, to be yourself. The focus lies on you and not like on other people or other people's influences to accomplish. It means that you take action, that you achieve something, that you get something out in the open and to be genuine, that you can be real, trustworthy, reliable, and not fake. So I was looking at this and this lady or man or whoever, they gave uh, what they felt to be a comprehensive definition of authenticity, three little points. So listen, acting in alignment with your true nature and purpose, despite uh, or in spite of all other influences or opinions acting in alignment with your true nature and purpose in spite of all other influences or opinions, taking full leadership and ownership of your actions, knowing your true nature and purpose. Those things comprise the word authentic. So as much as we say, you know, man, just keep it a book, just keep it real, just like do these things, That is a really, really good moment for self-reflection. What is the motivation behind how you're showing up and what you say or do? Are you still showing up and saying things or doing things based on somebody else's rules? Or can you act on your own authority? And when I say your own authority, I'm not talking about being lawless. What I am talking about, though, is sometimes we are 40, 50 years old and we're living by somebody else's rules because we've been conditioned to believe that by breaking those rules that somehow we're in the wrong. So we live by other people's rules socially. We live by their rules financially. We live by their rules relationally. We live by their rules sexually. We live by other people's rules. And if any of those quote unquote rules are... Create a disconnect between who you are at your core and in your nature. Because remember, part of that was knowing your true nature or purpose. You are going to live with a constant sense of inner tension. And what happens when you have a nagging sense of tension or inner discomfort? We always look to feel the discomfort with something. So sometimes people who eat emotionally, right, it's not what's eat. it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you because there is something eating you from the inside. Well, if you are living by rules that are not yours, rules that have been imposed upon you, rules that have been passed down in your family, in your culture, and things that you have just taken taken and you haven't really questioned those things, or if you've questioned them, you feel like the price to quote-unquote betray those rules is too high, and so you just fall in line like a soldier, and you move in cadence with the very things that go against your nature, I can guarantee you that you are not moving from a place of authenticity. And the one thing about our emotions and our genuine nature, emotions demand expression. Just because you don't say it doesn't mean that it's not going to show up. Emotions, suppressed and repressed emotions, will show up in your body. It will show up in your joints. It will show up in pains and in situations where a doctor is telling you we can't find anything wrong. We can't see a medical reason why you're having these headaches or why you're having, you know, these joint pains. And so they lump it under, oh, autoimmune disease or something, right? And so they're just going to give you something for. Your real prescription is you need to learn what it means to be authentic and you need to stand for what it is that you truly believe and who it is that you truly are. And I'm telling you, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. Let me tell you something. There's this woman that I follow on Instagram and she ain't with the shits, but she wants all to smoke at the same time. I look at the woman and I'm like, this woman is an absolute branding and marketing genius. She's an attorney. And a lot of the attorneys that I work with, when they have a challenge with visibility, for example, I'd be like, hey, go look at her page. Because, listen, uh, if you fear, like, how people are going to see you or perceive you, I'm like, go, go go, take a look at this. Not so you can follow her, but that you can see she's way on the other side of this. So she recently had some pictures on her page where I don't know if she was in some kind of competition because I know that she does body build, but... She was shining so much. She's she's of darker hue. She was shining like, I'm saying, if she was darker, she would have been like patent leather. She was shining so good, okay? And um, she had her, her nudes, like she had a, a, a flesh-colored thong on. And somebody in her comments said she went from getting us all out to getting us off. And she went all the way in on this person, right? And she's like, um... You might want to check my LinkedIn. You might want to check my reviews. I do this. I'm a marketing and branding genius because I got you scrolling. And, you know, apparently a lot of other attorneys and a lot of people are bullying her because she is showing up in a way that feels authentic to her. She, another post she had, it was like she had a, a like a, a pants, some pants and like a, it looked almost like a bikini top, but it went to her pantsuit and the thing said the caption said tickle biddies," and it just tickled me because i was like this woman understands that sex sales that marketing makes you feel something and so she's a genius that making people feel something and and like follow her content and then she's going to get up there and give you some legal things about what's happening when she's over here and when she's doing that so Me being the creep that I am, I slide in her DMs, right? And I was like, listen, I just have to tell you that I really appreciate you taking a bold and unapologetic stance for who it is that you are, regardless of what other people think. Like, I deeply appreciate that. And I said, "Um, you know, you're not with the shits, but you want all the smoke. And she said, you know, thank you. I'm in real tears. You know, I had another part of a conversation with her, but what she said was, Tell the people that you work with, or this can be for whoever, basically that being authentic is hard, but keep on pushing. And so to be yourself, to be authentic, there is going to be a price to pay because people see lines and they want you to fit in those lines. But when you're somebody who colors outside of the lines, it, people make it look like you're the weird one. You're out of their mind. You're out of your mind. No, you're out of theirs. And so we have this fear of being the 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 one. I was telling uh, Jordan yesterday. I said, you know, it's lonely being the only because so many people have this sheed mentality. You know, and I'm saying sheed. I'm talking about sheep, the sheep mentality. My dad used to say, Letitia, sheep are dumb animals. Well, sheep understand that they have a greater chance of survival in numbers and in safety. And so the herd mentality... And a lot of people just follow the crowd, follow the herd, so to speak. Everything in you is saying, they're zagging. My spirit is telling me to zig. I don't agree. I want to show up this way. And yet you keep acquiescing to the thing, the, the, the showing up in a way that doesn't really feel true to you, right? And so you're not acting on your own authority. You're not showing up as true to your own nature. And how do you build self-trust? How do you rebuild self-trust if you can't trust you to be you? What I am not saying is that there are not situations where certain behaviors may be more appropriate for others, right? So me listening to trap music and around here dancing and cussing before I get on a call, okay, that's that's a part of my personality that I'm not trying to hide. But I understand how when it's time for me to take care of business, okay, now I'm in business mode. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that you are hiding parts of yourself. You have conformed to an image that is not consistent with who God has made you to be. And your insides are crying out. And you are miserable because there is a different expression in you that is waiting to be released And you keep suppressing the expression. And all I'm saying is the real you, who you really are, the one that we need right now, there is a void in the earth for you and what you genuinely bring. But you won't genuinely bring it because you're too busy following the rules, following the protocols, following the status quo, following this is how you need to do it because of fear. And all I'm saying is I'm inviting you to show up in a different way. Fuck it. What's the best that can happen? Like, what's the best that can happen if you show up and be who you genuinely are? I was telling my client today, I said, your spirit is so beautiful. I said, it's so soft and so gentle and so tender. And I said, in this era of boss bitches where everybody has such, I'm not talking about being strong, but where everybody is so hard, I said, that is such a needed thing. And she said, She was shying away from it because people tell her, oh, you don't seem like a lawyer. You don't you don't really seem like a lawyer because people have this perception. I said, "Okay, the next time you hear that, say thank you, because you are so much more than just a lawyer. You are a beautiful woman. You are a mother. You are a wife soon to be if if I have my way. See what I'm saying? You are a wife. You are a mother. You are a friend. You are a daughter. You are a philanthropist, you are so many more things, you are all of those things, and you happen to be a lawyer. So let's dismantle this perception of you, what being a lawyer looks like, or what being a whatever you are looks like, and show up and show people, this is what this looks like over here. I don't give a damn how what they doing over there is working, because that is not how we do things over here, right? Your differentiator is where you are. Differentiator, the the root word in that is going to be different, okay? Differentiator, see I'm on words today, different. Where are you different? How are you different? That is the sweet spot. I've said this before, even if there are a gazillion people that do what you do, they're not going to do what you do in the way that you do it. It's, it's not going to be the same because there is a uniqueness, a unique blueprint that exists inside of you that is waiting to be expressed so the people that you are called to reach an impact can respond to you. Right now, they buying shit. They with people that they don't even want to be with because they don't even know you exist because you look just like everybody else that's out there. Right. And so all I'm saying is you have a fortune waiting for you, a fortune, a wealth of relationships, a wealth of probably money, a wealth of opportunities and a wealth of resources that are designed for you. Just you, but but the real you, not this person that you're pretending to be. So just reflect on what being authentic means, how you need to show up, how you get to show up, how you need to stop showing up. And just give that gift to yourself. And when you give it to you, then you progressively give it to those around you and to the rest of the world. You will be able to sleep at night knowing that not that you worked so hard, but that you showed up as who you truly were or as who you truly are. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful rest of your day.